listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 21 on Ed Reach. Google plus games plus classroom equals question mark. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, August 20th, 2011. Ed Gamer is part of the Ed Reach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. That wasn't very big, Jerry. I know. You want to do that again? A big voice. <laughs> Not only was it louder, it was higher pitched. We'll just roll, we'll just roll with it. The show, <laughs> the show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We'll give you the education angle on any type of games ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. <laughs> And Jerry, think about it there. Jerry, tell us about yourself. Uh, My name is Jerry James, and I'm a visual arts teacher at Schomburg High School in Schomburg, Illinois. And currently, uh, are you still getting pounded? Uh, Yeah, there's quite a bit of rain coming down here. It's a little little stormy. Yeah, I I guess. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, nice Saturday morning, a little bit of rain. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I guess one of our side shows is, uh, you know, Tornado chasing and, and storms. <laughs> so, so, you know, they should make a game out of that. That would be like storm yeah. storm chasers. They could call it Twister. Uh, oh wait, no, you, you watch you call watch it Twister. Uh, you you watch uh, storm chasers, don't you? I've seen it a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, you have to drive the TIV, which is the uh, tornado interception vehicle, uh, <laughs> into the tornado and survive. That oh. could be a really cool game. Man, acronyms. Like, yeah, so it's like, uh, yeah, something like that. Okay, my name is Zach Gilbert. I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher and technology geek from Normal, Illinois. So today uh, we're going to talk about a couple things. One of them, uh, as you guessed from the title, Google plus games plus classroom equals question mark. Uh, Google Games has been added for a couple weeks. We've been um, kind of off the air for the last couple weeks. We've been kind of busy, haven't we, Jerry? Yeah, it's been busy. School's starting up again. You're already back in, right? I, I'm already back in, and so I decided to have uh, a small surgery before school started. That's and, always uh, get, a good idea. That's always a great idea. Yes. Great idea. So I can be worn out and sore and right before school starts. So yeah, we started uh, Teacher Institute, started Tuesday, had that another one Wednesday, and then half day Thursday and full day Friday, which I thoroughly like because – it kind of gets you into the groove and uh, gives you a little bit of break and and sees uh, I get to see what the kids are like and then set everything up for you know the yeah. next week for and Monday. Now you got what at least three four new acronyms for the school year. You're ready to go. Uh, yes, That's what uh, yes. Four right. Yes, uh, acronym you know, day. Yeah, uh, CFG, FMP, PBIS. Hey, uh, hey, this, I, this is a family show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, <laughs> then, then uh, I call it PBIS PBIS, but that's a whole other. <laughs> so um, yeah, playing with your PBIS. It's, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is you said family show. Oh, oh, sorry. Health class. This is not health class. So um, yeah, it's it's you get a lot of acronyms. Get together with the teachers, see how things. Went over the summer. In fact, the summer was mighty short. I think we, we ended late and started early. And I think next next summer we actually end early and start late, so we get like an extra two weeks. Nice. It's like, but yeah, this summer went by so fast. Yep. Agreed. So, fa- so fast. So when do you start up? Um, I have an institute on Monday. 
And then the kids are there already on Tuesday. So You only get one day. Yep, one day to kind of get ready and get everything up and running. And, of course, we've got meetings all day, so there's no time to actually get anything ready or get anything up and running. But um, but that's how we do. I liked it better when we had a short week the first week. I envy yeah. your situation. I yeah, I like it. Get the kids back in a day or two and then give them a few days off as opposed to... You know, this is just going to be a mess of four straight days. What am I supposed to, am I supposed to teach? It's like the first week. I'll just show movies. <laughs> Great. Yeah, because movies fit so well with what you teach. <laughs> right? You know, uh, yeah, exp- explain the classes that you, that you teach and kind of what's um, what you're doing, kind of your schedule this year. All right. So I have um, four classes, essentially, but two of them kind of lumped together. I teach an art and design class early in the morning, which is always good because it's freshmen, so they are just wide awake at 7.30 in the morning, you know, up and running. Right. Right, no sarcasm. Um, And um, that's just like a general art appreciation class, learn about all the different kinds of tools and, you know, teach them how to draw things and make things out of clay, more pinch pots, you know, good stuff like that. (laughs) Um, And then I do a 3D design class, which is kind of like a three-dimensional problem-solving class, which is something that... I've been given the reins too because it's the only one in the program. So I'm kind of always changing it, and um, I, I have fun with it. So yeah. it's kind of like shop class meets art class. We and you have some stuff. new toys to play with. Yeah, yeah. And then for uh, our, my digital photo class and for our computer class, the the district, um, being the wonderful people they are, approved. Uh, well, our old lab was seven years old, which in computer terms, well, when, especially for digital media type stuff yeah yeah that's that was pretty ancient so we have a full sparkling brand new lab i looked in the window yesterday of uh 21 inch i think imax so um yeah nice fantastic i'm kind of I'm, I'm slightly jealous yeah it's gonna be awesome i'm, I'm really excited they should be all nice and new pumped up ready to go and uh i start day one digital photography so hopefully at least three of my kids will be able to log in otherwise it's gonna be login <laughs> mayhem yeah um we <laughs> speaking of logins, um, we our school district. Let's see, we started Thursday. Our school district sent out Friday a an email saying that they've changed all the passwords for the for our students in the whole district. We have thirteen thousand students. Well, and I, I, let me clarify this. I think it was. And I don't know how this goes for the elementary, but I know in secondary that was changed. So, um, and it went from semi-simple passwords, and I know you have to have security. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you have to be secure on your passwords. But you know, I'm just thinking from sixth grade to twelfth grade, and and it's kind of it almost looks like a random, um, it looks like a capital letter, you know, you random capital letters and numbers, mm-hmm. which is good, in lowercase and uppercase. Wow. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting getting the kids. I mean, can you imagine oh, man. <laughs> that happening for your class? Because that's, I mean, once they get it, I mean, once they get it down, they should be okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's one of the things. Yeah, it's it, it's the the start of the the year is always such an interesting time. I feel so bad for Scott Weidig, Ed Reach contributor. He's you know works in yeah. our district in our school, and uh, it's tough. It's tough for the tech department. Yeah. We make it really hard on him because our Mac lab is technically a separate server. So our kids, besides their school so logins, really fast. well, well, besides their school logins, they have to have additional logins for our Mac server, which Ooh. you know just makes it interesting. But it is really fast, except we load it up with a bunch of video and 
images and stuff <laughs> that you know bogs it down. So right, right. Okay, first topic: okay. Google Games. Since we've you know we've been away f- uh, for a couple weeks, and I think the week after our um, last podcast, they released Google Games. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, excuse me. Um, they. It's not like they have you know a thousand games sitting on here. And they only dropped on, what is it, 16? 16 games. And it's a wide variety. I mean, it, it's, you got, you have, it looks like you have some RPGs, you have some, um, uh, I don't know if it's a, a simulation, like a, uh, like you have role playing, you have civilization builder, there's like a city of wonder, which is, is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, of course you have angry birds, you have some puzzles, you know, so it's, it's, it's not, it's not. I mean, it's not a huge selection, but it, it kind of does wide ranges. And of course, there's poker on there. Poker. So that's always good. That's always good. So it, it gives you a little bit of variety. Now, you're. Do you like Google Plus? I mean, you've been on here for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I, I came. Into, <laughs> that was good. Did you yeah. like Google Plus? Yeah. Yeah. I came into it pretty early. I think probably around the same time you did, and a lot yeah. of other people did. And um, I, I think the majority of people that are. St- that are on it, at least that I've found, are not my, you know, constantly posting Facebook friends, but are more um, tech people. I, I haven't seen it break over to a lot of my, you know, friends that love social media things. It's, you know, most of the people on there, I think, also have Twitter, use their Facebook for professional as opposed to, you know, social means, I guess. That would be my guess. Uh, what have you seen? I'm seeing the same thing. It's It's more tech stuff, but... Um, I've gotten some family members on there. I do like the fact that I can, um, I can definitely, um, hold on a second. This silly sound thing. Sorry. (laughs) That's fine. Let's see. Chrome. That's what I want. Yeah. I'm sorry, listeners. I went out and started playing one of the games (laughs) (laughs) in City of Wonder. So, and then of course it's got the sound going. So, I have family members that are on there, and they have Android phones. And it's it's one of those things that one feature that I'm really liking is that it can auto-upload photos that I've taken. Mm, okay. Now, it doesn't automatically share them, which is, which is good. Yeah. Awesome. But then I can assign those pictures, and I can, I can share the ones that I do want out there. I do like that. That, that is a nice feature, and some of the family members are, are liking that. That feature. Um, I, I think I, it was constructed well. I mean, I think it, it was like the thinking man's social network. Like, what what's wrong with Facebook? Well, you have to share everything with everyone. Okay, yeah. so let's make it more private. And what else? Well, there's people's games all over it. So let's scale that back. And now they're coming back towards that because they're realizing that that's some of the reason people were on Facebook. So I, yeah. I think it was built with good intentions. It just didn't doesn't have enough flair to get people out of the Facebook rut that they're kind of stuck in. <laughs> and I think that's why some of the tech techie people are on here because it's, it's cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it, it might not. Yes. We're there for some people are on Facebook for the games and the interaction there. And you're going to be able to do that with Google plus, but uh, it's, it's clean. I mean, I have, you know, I'm looking at it here. I have my home, which is the stream. I have my photos, I have my profile, I have my circles, and I can go in and edit the circles. And I know that you can do that in Facebook. It, I just think it's, from the get-go, this is set up the way Facebook should have been set up with the separation of those of those groups. Yeah. 
I, I, I do like that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I have a friends group. I have a family group. I have acquaintances. I have ed acquaintances, education acquaintances. Mm-hmm. I have people I'm just following. So like Robert Scoble, who's on, um, uh, I think he's on the Google show on, on Twit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a far, there's a lot of education or a lot of people that I follow, um, Leo Laporte, you know, Twit. So there's, there's big celebrities out there, people that I might just follow. Then, you know, I have my Ed Gamer group. And I have my EdReach group. So, you know, I have these different groups that I can follow and keep them separated. And I can post things, and it's fairly easy to do it. I can post things within those groups. Mm-hmm. So, I think there's a lot of teachers on here, too, because of yes. just the general way that we have. You know, we wear so many faces during the day with your interactions between students and with staff members and with your personal friends and then with your professional communities you know and those can just all be separate entities which is awesome right. you know so, so I, it, it, I think it could be well i don't know i mean just it, it's a possibility that this could be easier for schools to use and keep things separate have you heard anything come down the pipes yet here that um is it going to be i mean I, i'm assuming facebook's blocked in your school is that right yeah and it's blocked in mine what do you Oh, you know, I, I haven't even, even, is I haven't even Plus, tried it. Yeah, I haven't tried I haven't it at school tried. yet. Oh, my goodness. I, that's, so, how, do, how have I not done that yet? <laughs> well, that's, um, I mean, I wonder what districts. That's interesting. And, take on it. and because this, okay, listeners, we're eventually getting there, you know, of classroom and games and such. But it's it's the whole general use of, of using, you know, Google Plus itself is that, you know, there's a lot of schools out there that use Google. Yeah. And how how that integrates together from Google Plus to Google Apps and Education, that's that's a whole new entity. So, you know, okay, I have a stream and I have, um, uh, you know, my social studies stream or my language arts class stream and I'm putting information out there. Kids are sharing information mm-hmm. with me about, you know, for the class. Um, that's That could be very interesting. Mm-hmm. On how that's how that's separated. You could have a discussion within, um, you know, I have an assignment. You know, the kids could be discussing what uh, what to do about it and helping each other out. And I can I can see those. I don't know. It, there's there's so many. I think there's so many possibilities of how this could be used within the classroom. Uh, and if it's not blocked, that opens up some avenues. And then it also opens up avenues for the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 one area that you know if if Facebook wasn't blocked, there are some games on there that could be educationally sound. I know the Civ World, mm-hmm. which I'm still not not super pleased with it. I know it's a beta, but it's it just doesn't. It, not I'm not. It for I'm, you. It's not doing it for me. So the games within you know Google Plus. Um, yeah, maybe this is maybe this is a better way of of being able to connect games with the students. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's you know I'm I'm using Civilization this year in my classroom. I finally have a setup that where I can use it again. I really didn't use it that much last year, and but it makes me wonder because I had to install these the software on the computers. You know, I had to install it on each computer. I have eight. Uh, copies of the game. Okay. 
that I've bought over the years and I put it on the computers. Well, what if they had something? I mean, they have City of Wonder in here, but what if they have Civilization within, you know, Google Plus? Yeah. They, they're going to have it on Facebook. I don't have to install anything. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 at least for now, it seems like it's free. I mean, I know this beta is, there's going to be some free games out there. There might be some cost to some other games. I don't know. It's, it could be a nice way to connect with the students and make it easier for, us as teachers maybe easier for tech administrators mm-hmm. no it, it would be interesting i mean if, if each you could go as far as setting up a you know circle for each of your class and and communicating within there and then you know recommending games or competing or things like that on yeah you know within your circle <laughs> but i think it makes it easier if you have google apps in education mm-hmm. probably because you know i teach sixth grade and technically you're not supposed to i think you have to be 13 in order to have a, a mm-hmm. gmail account interesting so it's either 13 or 16. So, yeah, if you have Google Apps and education, it makes it far easier because it's, 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 behind, it's behind their wall. So it'll be interesting to see if some of those school districts are allowing what they will allow within Google Apps and education is Google+. Plus. That's a question if anybody knows out there. Is that, is that something that you can be allowed? I know you can allow or disallow YouTube. I'm guessing Google+, Plus might be one of those other... Yeah. Entities. So here's a big question. Mm-hmm. Ready? I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh boy. Um, as I have now synced all of my, you know, Chrome stuff to my Android phone. Yes. And we've got very cool Google Docs and my Gmail and my Google Plus and my, you know, everything else Google. I've, I've mm-hmm. officially Googled myself now. Yeah. Um, is the browser company stretching itself too thin? What do you mean? Is it too far outside of its own? It's now a social media network. It's, you know, it's got all these different types of working apps, and it's great that they work together. But is it is it too much, or is it just everything working in unison? Well, I think it's everything working in unison. I think that's one of the plans for you know that Google has that the others don't. Apple's moving to the cloud. Yeah. You know, they're moving things to the cloud. Microsoft is tried it they haven't been very successful i don't know about this office 365 you know they're they're trying to become better at it um i think with html5 which allows for more processing power being used um you know you're going to be able to be able you're going to be able to do more within a browser than you ever have before to where you're going to be able to play you know high-end games within a browser cool I like it. So, yeah, I think I think you can do that. And I think that's what Google's plan is, is that you can you can have everything you need within their own little universe. If Google Plus fails, will it's is it do they have all their eggs in, in the Google Plus basket or do you think they'll be able to go on if you know, let's say Facebook opens up the circle type of thing on it. Yeah. Then that's pretty much got to kill Google Plus. Well, I don't know. I, I think some people are just trying to get away from Facebook. Yeah. Oh. They just don't want, you know, they just don't want to, they just don't want to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, security information. Did you hear about that? Um, the anonymous hackers? No. What they do now? They're they're saying that November second. You know, I'm going to mess up the history on this. Um, that's a it's an historical day. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to botch it up. But um, they're going to bring down. Uh, they're going to do something to Facebook. Really? And the the whole purpose of it is that even 
even though you might take security precautions within Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, it's still not safe. Interesting. The, they have your information, and they want to, you know, they want to do something about it. This is a, this is an interesting war. Uh, you know, the anonymous type group because they, they've been going for years. They did the mm-hmm. Scientology thing and got all angry at Tom Cruise, and then you know, they're. I mean, they have a they have a pretty big history. And then, uh, I don't know. This, what a weird group. I mean, not weird as in, please destroy the Ed Reach site. Weird as in, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure we're on their list. <laughs> um, you know, just a different platform. You know, and I'm not advocating what they do because I yeah. know they also do things not quite legally and not always oh, yeah, to everyone's yeah. moral. Yeah, I, beliefs it kind of depends on where you stand on things. But I can't, I, yeah, I can't side with them. I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, we've never seen a group like, like say, that before, though. I, I think the oh first, yeah, yes, you have. Where throughout history? What I mean, like in the, you disagree with something, you you, no, no, you I mean, like, stand up and fight against yeah, it on the computer form. Oh, I was like, no, uh, no, no, American I mean, Revolution, no, no, you know. No. No, we've definitely seen the, the angst before. It's just a different way of of getting across. I think the first yeah. the first yeah. thing that I read is they did like one of those you know attacks on an office that that they were not happy with, and they just sent a constant signal all night to have their printers print you know a full black page. Yeah, yeah. printed like thousands of full black pages until the yep. cartridges ran out. Yep, things you would now, consider. Now, something you said that uh, you know Google tried to do something like Facebook before, and it was called Orcut. Uh, and um, that didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so this is their next venture into it. I, you know, I would say if Google Plus doesn't take off, um, which I, you know, I don't think this is going away. I really, I really don't. I, I just think this, this is another outlet for for Google. And then I think they have a huge plan of, like their, like I said, their little universe. This is one. This is part of it. Integrating all this stuff together. I mean, you're integrating Android. You're integrating, um, you know, the pads, their their tablets. You're integrating, you know, computers. Uh, you have, like you said, you're syncing things together. I'm uploading photos. Now there's games. Now I'm communicating just like with Twitter and 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 Facebook mm-hmm. uh, within the Google sphere. And it's, you know, Gmail's very popular. Yeah. I think more and more people are going to start looking at this, but yeah, people are going to have to make decisions. Am I going to stay with Facebook? Am I not? Well, do you think it's um, going to be? Is it almost going to be like the Facebook MySpace fight, where one really doesn't go away, but one just becomes more popular than the other? Because I still like see Apple people. and Microsoft. Yeah, I guess so. Um, even though things are moving more towards tablets, but um, yeah, it's yeah. I, I don't think, like I said, I don't think this is going away. I think it's part of their. I think it's all intertwined. Yeah. Either way, it's interesting like, move to bring games on because it's I, like the force. It's the force. It's I think. The, I think you're really the, trees, uh, the rocks. <laughs> it really says that they're more committed to uh, to bringing in the social side. Than well, just they the have enough. Side. They have enough money to do it. Yeah. True. What Apple had more money than the more cash on hand than the U.S. government did at one point in time. There. <laughs> it's amazing. I think Google's Google's there too, and didn't I just? Yeah, I, I thought I saw a store. No, it was Comcast and Sprint. It's, it's. I tell you what, it's. Um, there's, 
there's becoming mergers and you know these big companies are starting to grab certain parts of certain media and Google's been doing it the their um, their patents you know that they've been buying Microsoft has them Google has them Apple has them and they're just fighting this out it's it's interesting the the games I think Google's very smart about having this circle because it is even though the setup is very a hybrid between I think Twitter and and Facebook I think the circle thing really is nice. Yeah, I agree. And how it's set up. Um, so the games, possibility, yes. Possibility in the classroom. I would love to hear about those schools that have used Google Apps in education and seeing how they integrate something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could be easier. I think it could be more difficult. Um, okay, next story. Uh, students suggest education changes. Mm-hmm. And this was up in Des Moines, Iowa. And they asked for high school Xboxes and, <laughs> and no... Cheese Whiz. And Cheese Whiz. Oh, wait, those were my recommendations. Oh, so yeah. 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 So they asked uh, six high school students at a round table uh, with the governor of Iowa, mm-hmm. Terry Brandstad. And uh, they were asking them what things could be changed. So the feedback... Um, you know, what were some of the things that stood out for you, Jerry? Okay. I have to put this out there because I read way too many research articles for my own yeah. good. But yeah. research skepticism of these six 12 graders, unless oh, you're, you're very familiar with your schools in Iowa, we have no idea how rural or urban these areas are. Yeah. Yeah. We have no idea the status of these 12th graders, whether they are valedictorians or in the bottom 10%. So, right. With that being said, um, I with that being said, I thought it was actually it's an interesting article because it, uh, I mean, hey, this is a good idea, right? We should be asking kids more often, yeah. what they want to see. Now they're we re- just go ahead. We just we just uh, did a uh, district wide survey where parents did a survey, students did a survey, and teachers did a survey. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, you you need to hear. Um. You need to hear from everybody and see see what's going on. Now, with that being said, largely the responses are pretty, pretty. Actually, it's funny because the responses are usually are we want to have more say in things. Isn't that what you're getting? Yeah. We're yeah. asking you what you want, what you want. Yeah. The more say. Well, yeah. you know, and I think that that's a that's a pretty common reaction just because they might not know exactly what they want. They just know that when they don't like something, they want to be able to be heard that they don't like it and not just told. It's good for you, so mm-hmm. you know carry on. Which I, I guess is is a decent argument. Although there are a lot of things in education you have to do anyway that you might not like, but are still kind of good for you. So, <laughs> uh, well, um, there was a focus on technology within the article. Yeah, there was, and they talked about how they're they made a generalization comment. You know, there's um, the best teachers in the schools are using new technology, or at le- least they're more open to using the technology. Mm-hmm. The, pr- the problem is, is that schools are very slow and districts are very slow and the state and the government's very slow in allowing for us, to, you know, to get the funding or, you know, there's fundraising to bring this technology into the school. I mean, yeah, we're, we're in a recession, you know, people are talking about another recession, whatever, but, you know, times are not great and we don't have a lot of money to be going out and buying everybody iPads. Yeah. But people are still doing it and it, it's, yes, so there's new technology. Teachers are open to it. Some teachers are open to it, and they're saying that these students are saying 
that the good teachers are the ones that are open. Well, I think in general, most good teachers are open to new things and ideas and wanting to learn themselves. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably some stereotypes running wild there too because yeah. you're going to have a lot of, you know, and this is a stereotype, but a lot of the teachers that are going to be trying a lot of those new technologies, usually younger teachers, right. usually teachers that are well, relating more to these kids, you know, in, in general. I don't think I can put myself in a category of young anymore, but yeah, it's you're young at heart. I, oh, well, that's why I teach sixth grade. <laughs> Keeps me young. Uh, I no, I actually would say you are a young teacher still. I mean, not young yeah. like new teacher, but I, I think you're you know on the on the given I'm younger, scale but of I'm things. yeah, I'm young, but I, I still I know I'm young overall. But um, it's what's scary is that now I have teachers coming to me, whether it's for technology or for language arts or social studies. That's somewhere in the last few years, there are people now coming to me for information on certain things within education. And that's, it's like, when did this start happening? You know, it's (laughs) kind of, are you sure you want to talk to me about this? But, um, you know, the other part of this uh, said that they're open to technology, but they like using the project based learning, uh, having opportunities for project based learning. Mm -hmm. And that fits right in with what we talk about with gaming. Yeah, and where did they even say? Oh, I lost it. The laptop Somewhere in there. No, um, but but having project based and also doing, um, I didn't say like internships somewhere. Oh yeah, having more internships, things like that. I think just just allowing people to think more outside of the box. You know, I, I think kids are just sick of variety. That. Yeah, they need variety, and we all learn in different ways. And I think they were recognizing these students were recognizing that. You know, there is diff- you need differentiation mm-hmm. and you need different ways to learn, but we are still stuck in this, you know, we come into a classroom, there's 30 seats, you sit down, teacher's up in the front, they're lecturing, they might be using a smart board, they might be using marker board, whatever, and you need to sit and, and listen and the teacher is the sage on the stage, <laughs> you know, and, and everybody needs to listen and I know everything and you don't. Well, I tell my students constantly, you know, you're classroom full of brains are much more intelligent than mine and you know you guys can figure it out you know one of my articles that that i wrote over the summer was no free lunch in room 128 and that's Mm -hmm. you know i'm trying to pull away and 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 not be as hand holding with my students but i also want to give them the tools to use in order to figure out information yeah so whether that's a laptop or a desktop or a tablet or an iPod or something like that, I want to give them the tools. Yeah, and that's got to be school changing. You know, that's where school needs to right. catch up is it's no longer – and this is essentially exactly what you just said. It, it, it's no longer hire the smartest people who are going to pass the information, you know, down from teacher to student. It It's more – you know, who's going to allow our students to grow on their own and find their own information? Because it's all out there, right? I mean, yeah, most of the stuff we teach is out there on the Internet they can go find. Well, you know, my fav- one of my favorite persons in, in, in all of history is Thomas Jefferson. And if he didn't know an answer, and I think Ben Franklin talked about this too, if he didn't know an answer, at least he, know where, he would know where to go mm-hmm. to find it or who to ask. Wikipedia. He's he said that a million times. <laughs> he said Wikipedia. No, he uh, he used his library, which was which he sold, and that's what started the Library of Congress. He had so many stinking books. Um, yeah, it's that he knew where to find the information. Well, that's that's kind of part of 
what we need in the classroom. We need different types of tools in order to reach the kids. One of them we feel, and that's why we have the show, is is gaming. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to be um, – one thing that we haven't talked about yet, Jerry, but um, starting next week I'm going to be introducing civilization to the to the students and the game and, you know, how it connects to the um, Illinois State Standards and hopefully the Common Core standards when eventually they come out, whenever you know, whenever they come out. And uh, I'll just have to keep people updated on on how this goes. But uh, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I have a good group of kids this year, and I think they're gonna be pretty excited about about playing the game. And uh, I'm definitely gonna be keeping track of their knowledge and what they knew beforehand, pre-assessment and post-assessment. So. Like I said, that's something uh, I want to let the listeners know about, and that I can keep track of and uh, share with them. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that just that sounds amazing. That sounds like an awesome opportunity. So it'll be a lot of fun, but it takes a lot of hard work because, of course, we are standards based, and we need to make sure we connect everything to the standards. And I need to make sure that the students are are gaining the knowledge that they need. Yeah, I guess that's my job. That, that is that is your job. That's my job. <laughs> okay, so I guess that ends us today. Thank you for listening to this week's EdGamer podcast. Please follow us on the EdReach network at edreach.us. Also, follow all the great podcasts on the EdReach network. Have a great week. Don't forget to vote. Vote? I don't know. It's a life lesson. It's It's a good thing. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. Okay, thanks, Jerry.